If you love business and you love the game of business and you support entrepreneurs because you understand that entrepreneurs are going to change the world and you've got some ways through online advertising or branding or messaging to help entrepreneurs more effectively get their, their message and their products out there to make the world a better place and you're really excited about that, that's cool. That's an authentic vision. Welcome to A Changed Mind, a journey into the topics that matter to you most. From the neuroscience and spirituality of mindset and personal growth to groundbreaking strategies for health, wealth, and relationships, to open and honest conversations about pressing global issues such as the environment, censorship, corporate capture, and democracy. Each and every episode reminds us of the certainty of the goodness of the future and provides the teachings, tools, and timeless wisdom inspiring you to create real lasting change in your life and in the world. If you've been desiring a sanctuary for your spirit, a place to go to tune out the distraction, negativity, and doom and gloom so that you can tap into the deep power, the vibrancy, and the potential you have inside, you're in the right place. Welcome to A Changed Mind. Hey, it's David. Just a quick interruption to your normally scheduled podcast. I've got an incredible opportunity for you. Big announcement that my book is now live on Amazon, A Changed Mind. Go beyond self-awareness, rewire your brain, and re-engineer your reality. If you've been wanting to take your personal growth to the next level, maybe you've done the self-help thing, but you're still feeling more stress or overwhelm or anxiety in your life, maybe you've gotten to the next level of financial security or growth in your relationships or health or your business, but you've hit a new ceiling and you're really wanting to understand how to identify the resistance that is still inside of you that's shaping your experience of life and to let it all go and transform it so that you can truly feel free emotionally, spiritually, financially, and achieve your full potential, you've got to check out this book. I spent the last 18 months pouring all of the teachings, philosophies, tools, even processes that I've never taught before that have helped me go from a life where I was literally struggling to survive to a life now that I love in a system that lets me materialize the vision I have for my business, my family, my world, without the hustle and grind and putting my spiritual growth and well-being first. So if you've been wanting a treasure map to the emotional and material promised land that life has waiting for you, take a minute to jump on over to Amazon, grab yourself a copy of A Changed Mind, or better yet, grab a couple of copies and give them as gifts to your loved ones the feedback is already coming in. People are saying this is one of the most practical and powerful personal development books they've ever read, and I get it because everything that's in this book is exactly what I went through, what I learned, and what I used to change my mind. Check it, grab yourself a copy, and now on to your regularly scheduled podcast episode. Hey, it's David. Welcome back to A Changed Mind, a sanctuary for your spirit, a place where I will remind you each and every episode of the certainty of the goodness of the future. I'm your friend, your host, your guide, David Bayer, and I'm so excited for this episode today. We're going to be talking about how to turn your passion into a multi-million dollar business without the stress. That's right, because so often I see people get so excited about creating something, starting a business, whether it's e-commerce or a coaching business or a service-based business, helping people with their health or their wealth or their relationships or their business growth, really taking what they've learned over the course of their life and packaging it up into a product or service that can not only help people, but that can provide them with their own financial prosperity and abundance and time freedom and location freedom and what ends up happening over a very short period of time is their business becomes the greatest source of stress in their life. How does this happen? 
How can it be that this beautiful idea that we once embraced and all we could think about and feel about and do about and it would keep us up in the middle of the night in really wonderful, positive ways, we've now developed an adversarial relationship with? Well, I'm going to talk to you about how that happens so you can stop doing it and reestablish your love relationship with your business. And by the way, if you haven't started a business, glad you're here because what I'm about to share with you is the inevitable journey of entrepreneurship right now until we start approaching our business with a greater level of intelligence and understanding, which we're going to be unpacking over the course of this episode. And this was really inspired by a memory that I had, a recollection. Carol and I were talking about it the other day. You know, Carol is the brains behind our business. I just get up and do what I do. Carol has organized the entire structure of our coaching company and our live events and our seminars, and she runs operations and more. And she said, hey, do you remember that dinner we had at that sushi restaurant where we almost gave up? I said, yeah, of course. I'm never going to forget dinner at that sushi restaurant where we almost gave up. And we had been working on our business for about 18 months before dinner at that sushi restaurant where we almost gave up. And Carol and I had taken all the courses uh, we did all the Brendan Burchard programs, the Frank Kern programs, the Tony Robbins programs. Did a private intensive with Les Brown, one of my favorite motivational speakers. I hired a story consultant, a messaging consultant. I took Facebook ads courses, copywriting courses. My wife came home one day and she quit her job. She was making around one hundred and fifty dollars to $250,000 a year and a very good job. She's like, I'm all in on this business of helping entrepreneurs transform their mindset and grow their businesses. That's what's going to change the world. And she said, I quit my job. And she went and learned how to do marketing automation. She got certified in this marketing automation software platform, took a flight to Arizona, spent three days there learning how to do it because we were told we needed to build these marketing automation systems for our to build our email list. And the instruction that we got was, hey, build a digital course and create a four-part video series, pay for Facebook ads, build an email list, and then launch that digital course to everybody on your email list. Put them through those four videos, and on the fourth video, offer the digital course, and you'll sell the digital course. So we did that. We built an email list of, gosh, I can't remember, 6,000, 12,000 people, spent a couple thousand dollars building the email list, and it was a Thursday evening, and that's when we decided to drop everybody on this email list into this promotional offer, right? This amazing four-part video series training that we created then led into my mind hack program. And uh, so we dropped everybody into the email sequence. I think we had projected we'd sell 250, 500 digital courses, something like that. It was a $500 digital course. It wasn't that much. And Friday evening, we checked the report. Nobody bought. Saturday evening, we checked the report. Nobody bought. Sunday evening was the cart closed. It's when the offer closed. Sunday evening, we checked the report. Nobody bought. We go to dinner. We're having sushi. And we're both in tears. And I can't remember if I said to Carol or Carol said to me, how could it be so hard to just help people? We know what we have is great. We know what we have can help people. We've seen it help people before. Why is it so hard for us to get this business thing to work? And business at that point became stressful for us. We developed this relationship. We were no longer in love with our business. Of course, there was part of us that was, but now it was a matter of like having to figure it out. And it started to feel like hustle and grind. And Carol and I built a hustle and grind business and we had some success doing it. You know, at our first event in 2017, we had 330 people, it was a million dollar event. We did $30 million in revenue over the next six or seven years. And don't get me wrong, we loved what we created, but there was always this tension between us and the business. 
And business is nonlinear. So we've had some ups, we've had some downs. And those downs have been wonderful opportunities for us to step back and reevaluate our relationship with our business and what we believe about our business. Because, you know, we teach and we try to eat our own dog food that what you believe creates your reality. And so I want to talk to you about what happens, why business becomes stressful, and to share with you what we learned, not because we did it perfectly, but because we did it imperfectly, four key principles on what you can do in order to build a multi-million dollar business doing what you love in the world without having to carry the stress with you. Because guess what? You might be able to achieve the success, but you're not enjoying it. And it's not sustainable when you're building something out of stress, anxiety, and overwhelm. And the truth is, is that we've seen in our own lives, if we can alleviate ourselves of that stress and what's creating the stress, we actually create bigger, better, faster. And we love the journey of it. So what happened with us and what happens with so many entrepreneurs is that we start bringing a lot of resistance into our business. And we bring resistance into our business in three different ways. Number one, when things aren't going the way that you expect them to in your business, you start to think there's something wrong with your business or something wrong with you. And so you move into what we would call a primal state. We teach that there are only two states of being, powerful states and primal states. Primal states are states like stress, anxiety, jealousy, anger, feeling not good enough, being not worthy, feeling like there's not enough time. It materializes as indecision, procrastination, comparing yourself to other people. And what's happening here is you're activating the fight or flight mechanism of your nervous system, the sympathetic nervous system. So you're trying to build your business from fear. And that's impossible to do. Now, powerful states are states of being that feel good, states of being like joy, curiosity, excitement, compassion, empathy, patience, calm. That's the parasympathetic nervous system. That's the state of your nervous system where you're connected to spirit, you're connected to intuition, you're connected to creativity, you're connected to vibrancy, you're connected to ideas, ideas and resourcefulness. And so if you were to ask us, hey, what's the number one thing I could focus on in order to grow a multi-million dollar business that I'm passionate about without the stress, we would say, well, Notice when you've moved into a primal state and do whatever you can to move back into a powerful state of being. Now, the good news is that whether you're in a primal state or a powerful state is completely in your control because the only thing that determines how you feel, which is the state of being you're in, is what you're thinking. So the circumstances of your business, a marketing campaign not going the way you expect it to, that's not what moves you into anxiety or frustration. It's the meaning that you're giving the marketing campaign not going the way you expected it to oh, it's never going to work out, all of that time was wasted. The meaning that you give the experience, those thoughts you have about the experiences in your business, that's what's determining whether you're in a primal state or a powerful state. And that's 100% within your control. And that sort of brings me to the second thing, just as we're assessing what happens, how do we develop this adversarial relationship with this business that we once loved? It's manifesting or materializing, reflecting back to you, your limiting beliefs. It has no choice, just like life has no choice, to re reflect back to you what you believe, what you believe about yourself, what you believe about others, what you believe about money, whether it's hard to make, easy to make, whether you have to sacrifice in order to be successful. Everything that you believe is showing up within your business. So when you're having these interactions in your business, your reaction to the business itself, the thoughts that you're having, those are the limiting beliefs that are actually creating the challenges in your business. So our business becomes this extraordinary opportunity to heal. As we heal within ourselves, the business becomes less stressful and the business grows. And the third thing is fear of financial insecurity. We end up in a place where the business is not growing. We're operating from a primal state. It's reflecting back to us our limiting beliefs, our fears, our frustrations. 
And so it's not happening the way that we want it to. And as a result, we're not generating income. And now this big, hairy monster called fear of financial insecurity shows up. Now we've got to really get things working. It has to happen soon. If it doesn't happen fast enough, I'm going to run out. I'm not going to have enough. And so now it creates this pressure cooker in this business, which was just an idea that came along innocently, <laughs> joyfully, wanting to embrace us and say, hey, bring me into the world. I will bring you impact. I will bring you purpose. I will bring you financial prosperity and abundance. And now all of a sudden, we're hating on our business, right? And it happens to the best of us. So the reason why this happens is a misunderstanding. And I want to give you the understanding. I want to give you four core philosophical principles that will allow you to relax around your business. No matter where you are in your business right now, no matter what's going on, if you understand these four core philosophical principles, then you can get back into joy in your business. And as you get back into joy in your business, not that you're not taking action consistently, and not that there aren't things that are going to happen that you don't expect, and not there aren't some things that you are going to need to do that you might prefer not to do, the barometer within your business will be powerful states, joy, curiosity, excitement, enthusiasm. And with that, you can enjoy the journey and you can get that business creating more, better, faster, okay? So I'm gonna go through these four principles with you. The first principle is know that if you have the vision for your business and it is authentic, true, exciting, heartfelt, emotional vision for you, something that you're very passionate about, we would call it a spiritual vision. You've gone through an experience of recovering your own health and you've learned a lot of things that are different than traditional Western medicine and now you've put that into a framework or methodology in order to help people overcome their autoimmune or chronic pain and you're really excited about it, that's your vision. It's authentic, it's true, it's your spiritual vision. If you love business and you love the game of business and you support entrepreneurs because you understand that entrepreneurs are going to change the world and you've got some ways through online advertising or branding or messaging to help entrepreneurs more effectively get their, their message and their products out there to make the world a better place and you're really excited about that, that's cool. That's an authentic vision. If you've got a better way to treat your body or treat your family or treat your loved ones or treat yourself you're doing health coaching or consulting or you're helping families improve or you're educating young people or you're working with people on their spiritual or personal growth, that's fantastic if you're really excited about it. Or if you've got an e-commerce product and so you're working now on like building your store and optimizing according to the algorithm because you know if you get this product out into the world, it's going to help so many people and it's going to provide an extraordinary life vision and a prosperity and abundance for you, fantastic. Maybe you're a content creator. And you love sharing your message with other people. You know that it uplifts them and it impacts their lives. And you just love the art of sitting down and designing content that's really going to engage people so that the algorithm just runs with it on Instagram or TikTok or YouTube or whatever it is. Fantastic. That's your vision. I want you to know that that vision is not something that you invented. That vision is something that you're tuning into based on the frequency of who you are. And this is not woo-woo. See, we're all electromagnetic radioactive beings. You've got a nervous system. You think uniquely to every other human being on the planet. And therefore, as those thoughts metabolize into emotions in your body and get translated through your nervous system, you're vibing at a very unique fingerprint, just like your fingerprint, unique to every other person on the planet. And all of these ideas that we see people bringing into the world today or historically, they've existed in what I would call consciousness forever. The ideas are floating out there. It's not something that you're making up. You're tuning into something that exists and you're tuning into it because you're resonating at that frequency. Edison was perfectly designed based on his life experiences, how he thought, 
the way he acted, the way he perceived the world, to tune into the idea of the light bulb at a time when the world desperately needed it. If you go back and look at it historically, kerosene was becoming something of the past and humanity was ready to actually move away from oil burning lamps into something that was a little bit more useful because we were moving into an industrialized era and boom, all of a sudden because of the timing, because of who he was, Edison was able to tune into the light bulb so he could take an idea and translate it through his thoughts, his emotions, his actions, and his activities into something now material in the world. And that's what you are too. Just as birds were designed to fly and fish were designed to swim, you were designed to take ideas that are invisible and materialize them into something that we can see in the world. And you're tuning into something that is specifically designed for who you are. And what I believe is that all of the resources, financial, people, skill sets, all of the resources you need are available to you on your future path in order to bring that idea into reality. See, I believe in a loving and kind intelligence or higher power or universe or mathematics or nature. I don't believe in a creator that would give you an idea or access to it, but not give you the resources to actually fulfill on it. And so this first piece that's really important to understand is about building faith. It's about building confidence. Because those times, there will be times in your business where you will have doubts. And we're going to talk about that here in a second, why you have doubts and how to counteract those doubts. But one of the foundational pillars that we can put in place is an understanding that you are the one. You are the one to bring this idea that you have into the world and all of the tools and resources and people and skills that are required are already laid out on your future path in order for you to realize this vision and this dream. You have to know that, okay? Now, then we get into number two. Number two is a metaphysical understanding of how you move forward in your life and how you create what you want. By metaphysical, I mean these are invisible principles, thought principles, perspectives, beliefs that you have to have in order for you to be non-resistant. Because the problem right now is the resistance that's coming up in your business. Resistance because, number one, you may start to doubt your vision and your nervous system is saying, hey man, don't doubt. That's what that tension is. That's what that stress is. That's what that overwhelm is. That's what that fear is. It's your nervous system saying, hey, Susan, hey, Rodney, your thoughts you're having right now, that's not congruent with the future that we have planned for you. Your nervous system is an emotional guidance system designed to tell you when your thinking is in alignment with what's true and when your thinking is not in alignment with what's true. When your thinking is in alignment with what's true, you're in a powerful state. When your thinking is in alignment with what's not true, you move into a primal state. So you gotta know that this vision is possible for you. Number two, what you also have to know is that your thoughts are creating your reality. And so if you're having experience in your business right now and you start to think to yourself, it's never gonna work out for me, then it's never gonna work out for you because that's a belief system that is showing itself through the experience of your business. Like Henry Ford said, the man who believes he can, the man who believes he can't are both right. So your brain is like a goal achieving machine. And if you believe that it's not going to work out for you, then over the course of this day, this week, this month, those are the only thoughts you're going to have access to. Thoughts that will produce, it's not working out for me. As you have thoughts, you'll experience those thoughts as emotions. And you'll feel primal emotions, stress, anxiety, overwhelm, right? Fear. And as a result, you'll take action from that place. And then that action will produce results and that result will just reinforce the original hypothesis or belief that has come up for you, which is it's never going to work out for you. So 
I've got plenty of episodes on how to work with your limiting beliefs. Go back and watch all of them. They're really straightforward. You can tell by the title. But what I want to talk to you about is the secret key to closing the gap between where you are and where you want to be. Because if you're having this experience in your business right now, this adversarial, stressful relationship with this beautiful business, this idea that came uniquely and specifically to you to bring it into the world, but now as a result of the stress, the tension, and not going the way that you expected it to, the financial insecurity, you're finding yourself in contrast with it. The way that you reset that relationship, just like you'd reset a relationship with another person, is through the technology of gratitude. See, if your brain is a goal-achieving machine, which it is, then what we want you focusing on is on what's working. Because if you can focus on what's working, then you will create more of what's working in your life. If you're focusing on what's not working, then you're going to create more of what's not working in your life. And so there are things that are working right now. Sure, your business may not have be generating as much income as you had expected it to by now. Sure, your business may not be quote-unquote as far along as you thought it would be by now. Sure, there may be some challenges. You launched a marketing campaign just like Carol and I did and put all your blood and sweat and tears into it and it didn't work out the way you expected it to and that can be frustrating and upsetting. I understand that, but what is working? What's working with you? Who are you becoming? What are the skills that you're learning? What is showing promise in your business? Yeah, maybe you do have some clients. Have gratitude for them. May not be as many as you want, but they're the ones you got. Maybe you do have a current version of your messaging. It's not the messaging that you want, but it's better than the messaging that you had before. Have some appreciation and gratitude for that. Maybe it's someone reflecting back to you that you are the one, that you're capable of doing this work. They see it in you. You see so much of how maybe you're not the one. Well, have some appreciation for the fact that someone else can see that within you. That experience that Carol and I had, where we spent probably 200 hours on not just one, but actually three digital program launches that didn't work out, that helped us become who we needed to be in order to have our first event with 300 people, in order to actually sell over the course of the last seven years, 3,000 digital programs, in order to generate over the last several years, $30 million in revenue when there was a time when we were struggling to really just get our rent paid. So... In hindsight, it would have been beneficial for us to have appreciation and gratitude for what was going on, even though it wasn't producing the results that we expected. So gratitude is the tool that you use to close the gap between where you are to where you want to go. If you want to have a business you love, love the business you have. If you want to have a bank account you love, love the bank account you have. If you want to have messaging you love, love the messaging you have. If you want to have clients that you love, love the clients that you have. The key to closing the gap between where you are right now and where you want to go is to not need to be anywhere else because you love so much exactly where you're at. And you have the opportunity to do that. What I'm actually saying is stop waiting for the results that you're looking for in order to justify your self-love. Love yourself now. Stop waiting for the results that you're looking for or the vision that you have in order to justify your happiness. Be happy now. Stop waiting for more money in your bank account in order for you to feel prosperous or for you to feel financially secure. Feel prosperous and financially secure now, regardless of how much money you have in the bank account. That's the way that you can really accelerate things. Principle number two. Principle number three is to know that what is happening right now is exactly what should be happening in your business. In other words, Eisenhower said, planning is essential, but plans are useless. 
So you should have a plan for your business and go get a plan working with a mentor who's already created what it is that you've created. Invest a little bit of money and a little bit of time up front in order to cut down on having to go and learn the mistakes yourself. Go model the best. But know that it's just a plan. You have your goals. You have your plan. You want to do $5 million in revenue over the next 12 months. You want to hire eight new team members to fit these particular roles over the next 90 days. You want to be able to launch your product within the next four months. Whatever your goals are in your business, have them, have a plan, work backwards from the vision. But just know that 100% of the time, your plan is not going to be the plan that produces the result. Your plan is not the plan. There is a plan. It's a larger plan that is at work, that is coordinating and encouraging you into it so that you can learn the skills that you need to learn and meet the people that you need to meet and become the person that you need to become through the process of this highly intelligent plan that is not yours. It's life's plan. Your plan gets you on the court. Your plan gets you taking action because guess what? Inaction is not going to produce any results in your business, nor is it going to create you any joy. I don't care what people talk about in terms of manifestation or materialization. I can go as woo as anybody wants to go, but you're not going to sit on your sofa envisioning a multi-million dollar business doing what you're passionate about and some Amazon delivery dude is going to show up delivering the impact and the income to you at your front door. It's not going to happen. You have to get out and you have to start playing with life. You have to do your part. You have to put the deposit into the universe through the form of action so that you can get the return. And then there's a coordination that takes place. So every single year, Carol and I have a plan, but we also have done this enough times that we know that by the time we get to the middle of the year, the plan's gonna be completely different because opportunities are gonna show up that we didn't expect and things that we thought were gonna work out are not gonna work out the way that we expected. And so we have to constantly be in the flow and be working with life. So have your plan, but know that there's a greater plan at work and surrender to that plan. Don't get caught up, again, in the limiting beliefs and the unintelligent thinking where when something doesn't go the way you expected it to, it means it's not working. It is working. It was supposed to work that way because it was supposed to lead you to something else. The journey from A to Z goes through every other letter in the alphabet. But can you imagine if every time we got to a new letter, we're like, well, this isn't Z. It's not working, right? Of course it's working. When you go on a vacation, There's a bunch of series of steps in order to get to where you want to go. You want to go stay in Tuscany in a villa in Italy. Can you imagine being on your flight through London Heathrow and going, well, this isn't Italy. This isn't working. So, of course, that would be ridiculous. So there's a journey. There's a process. And you're in that process. And it's important to understand that and trust that. There is truly an intelligent function at work here. There is a corresponding nature of life. You are being guided. You were given the vision itself and all of the resources are available to materialize it. And now you have your plan and you take action on that plan, but you also have to trust. And don't judge the situation when not enough time has passed. I bet you you can look back on any circumstance or situation in your life that at the time you would have judged as this is not working out for me. And you can actually see how it was part of a chain of cause and effect experiences that produced some of the things you cherished most in your life. I'll say that again. I bet you can look back at so many experiences in your life that in the moment you said, this isn't working, this isn't what's supposed to be happening. And you look back now and see it's exactly what was supposed to be happening. Well, why not bring that remembering into your business today? Why not just trust (laughs) That everything that's going on in your business today, regardless of whether the result is aligned with what you had expected, is actually working. 
what happens when you know that the vision is yours and you're executing on this plan and you're focused on being happy and you know that whatever's happening right now is exactly what should be happening, you're operating from a powerful state of being. And as you're operating from a powerful state, you can be guided. You'll have the resources, the ideas, the intuition, the creativity, the health, the vibrancy to not only enjoy the experience, but to follow the path that's being unlocked for you in order to close the gap between where you are and the vision that you have. The last piece, the fourth piece, is really, really important. If you want to be able to experience the growth of your business, the journey of bringing something beautiful into the world that creates financial prosperity and abundance for you, doing what you're passionate about, and you want to do it without the stress, and you want to be able to do it and materialize it as quickly as you can, have it go as big as it possibly can because there's no limitation on what you can create, then the key is this. Realize, no one told you you had to do this. If you're stressed in your business right now, realize you don't have to do this anymore. You can stop. You can go back and get a job. You could start something else if you want to. You could take a break. I mean, gosh, with so many ways to make money today between ride sharing or Airbnb or doing contract work at $20, $30 an hour, proofreading, whatever it is, you're never going to be without the financial security that you need. You may not get rich, but realize you don't have to do what it is that you're trying to do. You're choosing to do it. I had one of my coaching clients say to me, I'm so stressed in my business. I don't know if I want to be doing this anymore. I'm trying all these things. They aren't working. I'm experiencing the financial insecurity. I could see that they were in an adversarial relationship with their business. They were hating on their business. They needed to fall back in love with their business. They needed to fall back in love with themselves. They needed to fall back in love with the process and trust the process. And so I said to them, hey, listen, stop doing the business. And they were shocked. I said, don't do it anymore. I said, really, let's finish this call right now. I want you to think about it. Let me know what comes up but don't do the business anymore. A couple of days passed, they called me back, said, hey, how are you doing? They said, I'm doing fantastic. I'm in more productive, joyful action in my business than I've ever been before. I said, what happened? And they said, well, as soon as I realized that I didn't have to do this business anymore, I wanted to do this business. I don't wanna go do something else. I want to be able to do this. And when we want to be able to do something rather than we feel like we have to do something, we have to do something to make it financially work for us, we have to do something because it's tied to our self-esteem, we have to do something because we've invested so much time into it, as soon as you get rid of the have to, have to, have to, have to, 99% of the time what you'll find is you'll fall back in love with it because you get to. You get to. And you get to combine these other principles that I've shared with you along the way too. You get to know that success is an inevitability. You get to know that the key is operating from a powerful state. You get to identify the things that are working right now and focus less on the things that aren't working, knowing that the brain is a goal-achieving machine. And the more that you operate from happiness and joy and appreciation now, the more you'll be creating happy, joyful experiences in the future. You get to relax into knowing that your plan is not the plan. Your plan just gets you out of the starting gate. And then there's a greater plan that takes over. And you're meant to just engage with that greater plan and recalibrate your own plan from time to time. And then lastly, you don't have to do it. If you can take this approach to your business, you can be in love with your business again. And if you can be in love with your business again, your business will flourish. The only reason that your business is not growing the way you want it to is because you've developed an adversarial relationship with it. And it's time to heal that relationship. And if you can, through understanding that your business didn't do anything wrong, you just misunderstood. <laughs> you misunderstood how it all works. You thought your plan was supposed to work out. You thought you were supposed to focus on all the things that aren't working on in your business because somehow that was the way that you'd be able to solve them. 
you thought, well, maybe this isn't guaranteed for me. Maybe this is just some cockamamie vision or idea and the resources aren't ahead in front of me. And you thought that, well, maybe, just maybe, I have to do this. And none of those things are true. And if you can just kind of reorient yourself to the reality that you get to do this, it's all working out exactly the way that it should. If you stick with it, you're going to produce the results. And you can be happy right now. You'll create more growth in your business than you could have ever possibly imagined without the stress. Hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, do me a favor. Leave me a review on iTunes or on Spotify. If you're joining me in studio on the full episodes on YouTube, comment below, subscribe to the channel, hit that little bell button so you get alerts. And check out a couple of the other episodes. I'll show a couple of them for you in a second that you may love that can springboard and take you further into this conversation. But I hope this has served you well. I love you and I'll see you in the next episode. Hey, it's David. One more thing. If you want to go even deeper on everything we've talked about on today's episode, don't forget to jump over to www.davidbaird.com. You can find the link in the show notes and subscribe to our newsletter. A couple of times a week, I'm going to be sending you the latest episodes that we've released along with additional free trainings. You'll get immediate access to my free mind hack ebook and go even deeper into all the tools, the technologies, and the frameworks that have helped tens of thousands of people establish a changed mind. Don't forget to jump on over to the site, and I will see you in the next episode.